Now, on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. Ooh, it is a late week edition of your weekly tee box dysfunction alongside the Caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy to the podcast. Hit us up on social media at Maddie and Caddy, M A T T Y. The word and, C-A-D-D-I-E. That is both the Instagram and the Twitter. And most of the time, for the patrons who are loyal listeners of Maddie and the Cat of the podcast, we thank you. For those of you that are still finding us and listening to us, we thank you. But if you're a normal listener of this here program, you understand that I blame Caddy nine times out of ten. And nine times out of ten, it's a valid blame. However, not. I will take full responsibility for the late week podcast uh, coming over, we taped this on Thursday morning. Correct. I was I was in Charlotte this week for our ESPN college football seminar, and it was legitimate classroom work every day from about 10 a.m. till about 6 p.m. Uh, with the travel day. How many people believe it? How many people believe when you say you was in Charlotte for seminars? People are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all day sitting there working. Uh huh. All right, yeah. you know what I'm going to do? Did you I, take your clubs with you? No. No, unlike you, when I Rental go somewhere for the when I go somewhere for the network, I actually work for the network, and I don't gallivant around countries and markets playing golf like you do. Listen, if they have a golf seminar, I'll go. There you go. You know? See, I, you know what? I'm gonna I'll post my itinerary from my email on our Instagram to prove to you that I was literally sitting in classrooms and rule seminars. I'm sorry. That's funny. You had to sit in you know, hey. classes and rules seminars. Yeah, yeah. You know why? You know, it's because we're, we're educating ourselves, Caddy. And so, uh, that... I know. I educated myself too. I found out what the difference between Celsius and Fahrenheit. Oh, you know, let's get into that. Conversion stuff. We'll get into that in a minute. Cause I, 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 I am intrigued by that. I'm so disappointed that you weren't on sports center that morning but uh, yeah that I'm, went down i'm i'm giving you yeah we talked about that last week about how whether you had heard from management but i'm, I'm just giving you <laughs> the moment to let you know that i am taking fault for this being a late podcast this week because i had okay. some other engagements that i had to take care of here at espn all right now that we're out of that welcome to the podcast uh brooks kepka coming off a win at wgc st jude and caddy there's a couple things i have to do now i'm also okay. going to admit that i'm wrong on something Oh, what? This, this is a big day for what you. What is getting into This is a you. big day for what, you. <laughs> what happened at that seminar? It was a healing moment. Who are you? It's a lot of woo-sah. I was going to say, was somebody rubbing one of those whoa-whoa-whoa-whoa, <laughs> put a little water in a bowl, whoa-whoa-whoa-whoa, you so there was, What the <laughs> hell happened? There was actually, Somebody there was hit Maddie with a blow dart. Just, Whoa, whoa, whoa. When you wake up, face painted all jacked up. Smoky oh, is inside. You just, just come some back looking like a monk. Shaming. That's what I'm saying. Some shaming in there. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, man. I came back at peace. I came back at peace with who I am. No, uh, I'm wrong. Twice you're admitting you're wrong yeah. on something and taking full responsibility. <laughs> he said you can't grow in your oh, 40s. Is. Well, this will be the last podcast we do. <laughs> Maddie grew up. Hot dog. You freaking. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Peter quit. Pan just got hit with a dart and turned into a grown-up in a week. Jeez, a week. We were going to clip this episode, and this is it. Final Maddie and the Caddy. 
Now, yeah, I don't here's, like this already. I'm not feeling right. I, I know. It's not good. It's not good that I'm optimistic and admitting that I'm wrong. Okay. And when, what I'm here to tell you is that now, based on what I saw over the weekend, I am now willing to claim that at the peak of their powers, Rory McIlroy is not the best golfer on the planet. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That just, I just need a second, man. I need a minute that you finally have come to the table of reason. That's right. That's because only two guys were over par on Sunday at the WGC. Two. Rory McIlroy, Billy Horschel. Who, Billy Horschel, who was never in position anyway. That's right. Shot a 70. Rory was one worse. Like, at least Billy shot even par. Rory plus one. I don't know what's I don't know what the deal is with Rory when it comes to now crunch time. I know. I with the I don't know the demons that are there. Now, granted, you gotta give him a little bit no I don't want to say a pass, but the fact they shot sixty two on Saturday, that's a really tough thing. It would have been better if he would have dropped that sixty two, would have been better if he did it on Friday. Yep. Then he would have had Saturday to shoot maybe 70, you know what I mean? Because you still know that you have so much golf left to play. Correct. That you can't run away and, and just hide like that. So you got to keep the pedal to the metal. Um, or even if you average Brooke out. Shot, Brooks shot 64 on Saturday. I know. Like Rory goes 62, Brooks goes 64, and Brooks follows it up with a 65. I mean, that's just. This dude goes 68, 67, 64, 65. It's silly. And that's right after the Open Championship. There you go. Where he was grinding to get there up to the top of the leaderboard. Go. That's what I'm saying. Like, this dude, I'm telling you, man, he he is in a different area mentally and physically than all these other dudes right now. Yeah, like, height of his looking, powers, he's it. He's it. Yeah. That's, and you, He's it. Yeah. But yeah. I will I will say, and that's where I'll go back to normal, Maddie, and say where you were wrong. Um, I know that this isn't a this is a WGC event, but I was stunned at the star power at the top of the leaderboard after all these dudes just traveled from Northern Ireland and Royal Port Rush to go play in the WGC St. Jude. Yeah, but and not why? only did they play, they showed up and they played well. Because, man, that's well, a, you get the major championship grind. It's a long week. Um, there's stress. There's body clock. There's travel. There's yes, changes. Yes, but what did I say? I, the thing that I have been harping on forever was, don't worry. Don't think about this this year. Don't think about this year. Because those guys are gonna are gonna pull it off. Like they're gonna try and do it. They're gonna go over there. They're gonna play. I I will say this for all those guys that were playing in the Open Championship for them to play as well as they played. Right. That was that was a little bit surprising in a sense. But you know what? To be honest, then when you think about it, like these dudes are the greatest golfers in the world, and that's what they do for a job. Yeah, they're Fly still around. human. Yeah, you would think so, but not when it comes to playing golf. My thing was. Next year, if they try to keep this same schedule next year, it's gonna be they're gonna be a whole lot of Tiger Woods miss the cut and still be like, nah, I'm in a pretty okay position. Like the thing that these guys were, I think, really 
focused hard on this year was positioning of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Because remember, we lost the FedEx Cup playoff event. So there's only three. So now your position in the FedEx Cup playoffs is really important, knowing that you only got three. So all of these dudes that came over and played Memphis were all also thinking about the big picture of take a full week off after it's done, shut it down completely, focus only on recovery, and then show up knowing that you got three more in a row. Yeah, well, in yeah, there there are a couple things there. One, I don't know that next year's a good year to look at the schedule because of the Olympics, and we're going to get into the new schedule that was released this week yes. in the PGA Tour. So we'll get into that. Another but, monkey wrench, right? We'll get we'll we'll dive into all of that. But I I'll be on the last person that I expected. I wasn't surprised Rory played at a high clip because he played so awful at Royal Portrush. I uh, missed the cut. He was out of there early. Um, the last guy that I expected to be in contention was Brooks, just because we know what Brooks admits. Like I just, you know, I, he he gears up for the majors. Another thing that made Kepka my favorite guy on tour now is that he showed up forty five minutes before his tee time on Sunday. See, that's to me, that's just nails, gangster. Like you know what, I'm gonna show up like I'm teeing off at a country club or a public course forty five minutes before. I'll I'll grab three clubs out of my bag, hold them together, swing them like a baseball bat, and go just kick your ass. And win by th- – like, what do you think psychologically – this is why I was arguing with you about who's the guy whose A game is there. This dude showed up 45 minutes before his tea time, gangster style, and was like, meh, I'm just going to drop a little 65 and still win by three. Mm-hmm. Coming off of that, like psychologically now, and I said this at the PGA Championship when Tiger was coming at him and he thought it was awesome and just kept the pedal to the metal. This is the guy who's when his name goes on the leaderboard, other players go, oh, sh- yep. <laughs> boop, right? Like, because he has that, he's got the sw- the swag for real. Like DJ got the swag walk and on, he got the coolness walk and whatnot. But his name don't scare people when it goes up on the leaderboard. Not anymore. Brooks's name when it goes up on there is like, oh, bruh, not this dude again, you know. So, I'm just impressed at how he did what he did, especially over the weekend. But now I think this win. At the WGC, even further solidifies the fact that he can win. I don't want to say that that was his B game because I don't know that that was his B game. When is A game? Well, 64 65 over the weekend. It's pretty A. You got to at least say B plus, A minus. Yep. You know, putting it on everybody like that. So, you know what I think it does as well? I think it also. Because what I love about Brooks, and I'm going to give you credit for this, saying that like if people actually got to know the real Brooks, and before he and I had a chance to spend three hours together shooting a Sports Center commercial, which I'm surprised it hasn't run this week after him winning. Either way, yeah, right. When we got when we spent some time together, and I got to see the real Brooks and talk to the real Brooks. You start to understand what kind of personality he is, and I think slowly but surely he's letting that 
out a little bit more when he's talking to the media. And, of course, the big story was him admitting that he doesn't really get up for um, tournaments outside of majors. I think when you see me on TV. Yeah, when you see me on TV, that's why I play golf. So, And that's (laughs) awesome that he said that because it caused a big controversy. But I think – and what, all he did was back that up this week. Yes, and uh, that again goes to psychologically. If you're another player, like the, all them dudes in Jupiter backed him up and say, "Yeah, now nah, we never see him. He's a member at this Floridian club. Yeah, and we don't never see him out here. We don't never see him grinding. Like he don't come out and just play and hang. Like what does that do to those dudes? You're out there grinding, getting ready, and he's like, nah, hmm, nah." I yeah. work out. I'm gonna go. I'm trying on thongs. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go go on you know. a Pontiki cruise on the intercoastal in <laughs> yeah. West Palm. Man, you guys, y'all knock yourselves out, and then when I show up, I'm gonna knock you out myself with a jab. Like not even throwing an uppercut. I'm gonna throw a jab. That's right. Guys, y'all are going down. Like that is just so demoralizing. That is, we haven't seen that. We haven't seen someone demoralize people in their actions and words backing their stuff up since Tiger. Now, yeah. I, and now don't everybody – I see the windows opening. Got people Wait climbing a second. Out onto the, yeah, people just climbing onto the ledge. Take it easy. I'm not saying Brooks is at Tiger level. I'm just saying we haven't seen anyone do anything like this since Tiger did it. That's not to say that he's going to take it to Tiger level – but it's also not to say he can't. Let me help you out here. I think what you're also saying is that we haven't seen a fear factor. Like yeah, as, as amazing as, as the run, if you remember when Jordan first came out and went on that crazy run in 2015, it was like, oh, my gosh, the golden child. Here he is. He's going to be. But no one, there were no other golfers that was like, yeah, you know, when Jordan is going, no one can beat him. Like, nah, they were all like, nah, we can catch him. You know what I mean? We, he, we ain't scared of him. You know, it's it's cool to see. But no one was like, hot dog, this dude is just walking around with just, <laughs> he got a chain like DMX. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, this dude. He might as well put like a flavor flavor clock on it. It's time. <laughs> like it's a game over. So we never we everyone tried to anoint or appoint, you know, when Jason Day was number one, it was hey, this dude and he's a tiger guy and so and then it was Dustin Johnson. Like, wow, for a while this dude's gonna be number one and he's kind of close to having that it thing and and then it was Rory McIlroy, and Rory's like, Rory's the best when he, and he was at a time, was like, if this guy's A game, but then it was like, you know, I wonder when we're going to see his A game. Crickets, like his A game just never comes out for a full week. Right. And now Brooks shows up, and it's, holy cow. And Brooks is the one where people are like, nah, hmm, I don't really got to talk about Brooks. Like, he don't, you know, it's kind of vanilla. No one really wants to get to know him. Very much. And then he took that even more as a slight and was like, you guys can all kiss my behind. Right. And then was like, whoops, we messed up. That's And I'm saying we as a bunch of other media, uh, we messed up. We should have. We should have taken this guy more, more seriously. Attention. But yeah. I think what, what I think you've seen with Brooks um, probably over the last two, three months is that I think he also understood, and that's why I'm sure you know he agreed to do the Sports Center commercial. Is I think there's a lot of him 
that understands, okay, they need to respect what I'm saying here, but I also need to respect a little bit of what they're saying here and maybe come out a little bit more. And I think he's he's trying as hard as he can to meet people in the middle with the personality traits. But one of my biggest uh, pet peeves, and then we, ironically enough, we brought this up at the college football seminar in the after classroom reception that we had. We need to stop trying to do the Tiger Woods thing, <clears throat> meaning. When McElroy was on his run, oh, the next Tiger. When uh, when uh, Jordan Spieth was on his run, oh, the next Tiger. When Jason Day and now Brooks, we need to stop because we need to possible. understand. You are I'm telling you are never ever 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 going to see a run of golf with Tiger like you saw from 2000, 2000 to two thousand six, two thousand seven. No, we'll never say never. I don't know that it'll ever happen in our lifetime. It's you just you're not going to see it so for us to nah. continuously go that route all you're doing is damaging the guys that are playing well now jordan's 2015 I, was historic yes it was an outlier but it was historic we couldn't we can't enjoy it anymore because now instead of enjoying what was a remarkable year we're trying to figure out what's wrong with it see it's not that what's wrong with it here's the problem the problem is the 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 old man get off my lawn syndrome and to say look we have to stop it that's like saying stop comparing jordan to lebron it's the same problem no not really they're different players but i understand what you're saying and you and i are logical reasonable people but that's the problem how many people are not Logical, Most. reasonable people. That's what, especially when it's something that you saw and were passionate about. Like the people that are all in the, the fanatics, the fanatics of Tiger Woods, you can't tell them that there's another player, you know, hey, Brooks Kepka, pretty good. He ain't no Tiger. Like that's going to be the default screaming like, don't you dare try anyone is t- even close to what Tiger was. He can't even wear one of his socks. But uh, Calm down. Like, seriously, we can't have a intelligent, reasonable discussion on a guy who is doing something. Like, you have to understand, Brooks has already done something that Tiger's never done. Right, which was hold the PGA and U.S. Open championships twice and, together and defend yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's and that's the problem is if you say something like that then the fanatics are like how dare you yeah but i'm attack one of our them. guy but i'm here's the thing is bringing that up attacking the dude no like, and that's why we have to that's why we have to stop and that's stop why we, what but you still have to bring it up you, you do but, have, but you're, what i'm saying is brooks kepka is the best golfer on planet Earth right now. Agreed. Let's let Brooks skate in his lane and forget it. what what Brooks is doing right now has absolutely nothing to do with Tiger. Completely absolutely agree. nothing. And so I agree, but how do you how do you put into a historical perspective what he's doing? The only way to do that, and it's the same in every sport. When people say what this dude is doing right now is, is historic. Well, historic is a word that comes from history. So the only way well to give that perspective, yeah. thank you very much. The only way to give that perspective is to then say 
Here is the history leading up to what this person is doing that no one's ever done before. You have to go back. Yeah, you got to put it in context. I agree. Yes. And the, the well, who else are you comparing to? Like, you're not going to be like, you know, when Bobby Jones did such and such people. No one's. Which we still do. Problem. We it's still do soon. that. Well, it's too soon for people. Like, look, you and I both saw Jordan and LeBron. Right. So. That's the thing. Don't leave is, out Kobe now. Don't shortchange Kobe. <laughs> yeah, no. What isn't he kind of like an employee? Now? I'm a Kobe guy. With the oh, really? Oh, I, I'll take Kobe over LeBron James any day. What? Yeah. <gasps> Blasphemy. Well, sorry. Well, I'm you know what? I'm not sorry. I'd take I'm him. I'm telling Stephen A. Smith. He Fine. Kobe was his, Kobe you, was an assassin. You made his hairline recede even more. Kobe was an assassin. <laughs> Either way. LeBron's not an assassin? No. That's a whole huh. other, that's a whole okay, other, that's a yeah. whole other podcast. You know what though? I'm gonna tell you something. I think I may agree with you on that. Oh man, like when 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 Mambo was in his prime, it's like you're done. If you need a last shot, you're done. He's gonna hit it. You're done. Yeah, the problem I don't know. I think LeBron when it comes to LeBron, LeBron could do things by himself. Kobe never could. Correct. It's a different skill set. It's yeah. But yeah, for comparing Kobe the couldn't Jordan do anything alone, LeBron could do it all by himself. So, but but you're right, and that's a very valid point. In that, if you're going to do this historical talk, and he's breaking some records, the name that often comes up with the records he's breaking is Tiger Woods, and I get all of that. But yes. all I'm saying for the health of the game, for the health of the sport. Because we went to a very, very dark place in a couple of years. Tiger wasn't physically unable to play. And that's because... Did we, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. You wasn't good. I you mean, don't think so? No. I, th- I no. don't think... I think see, golf, here's the thing. I, I think, think golf is just now catching up from that because you get a little bit of... Ti- you get the Tiger infusion. And I know what you're going to say. You had the young up-and-comers and all of that. That's all yes. well and good. But the young up-and-comers weren't winning that much. And the TV what? ratings were down. Yes, but that the TV ratings were down because the fans that don't watch golf and only turn it on when Tiger plays, they didn't come back. Yeah, I don't know how to break but, this to you. That's not good. Yeah, but I don't know how to break this to you. Okay, so what? Like that's the <laughs> like. So, yeah, you're right. You really showed me there. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know how to break it to you. Okay. But like, they, so what? golf needs golf can't survive on that's not golf true. people. No, that's not true. Golf has survived. How long has golf survived on just golf people? Long it enough, has. but to like, flourish in the way that Monahan and these guys wanted to do, they need no, to find see, a way. Yeah. No, see, you're here's wrong. what you're thinking. You're thinking flourish in the way that we had when Tiger was around. See, that's no, that's not realistic. Okay, so you're saying baseline. I, I agree, baseline is below that, but it can't go to a spot. All, I'm merely saying it can't go to a spot where lack of interest is that low because they're too busy about worrying about life after Tiger when they need to harness the young guys and start doing life without Tiger now. But I completely agree, and I believe that here's the thing. Tiger takes everything stratus-like. Stratospherically? Very much so stratospherically. That's not a word, but we just. I know it's not, but whatever. We'll make that up. Everyone to do a different stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely. And that's the problem is when you compare a baseline to then what Tiger brings to the table, you go, well, can't we have a happy medium? No. 
We can't have a happy me. I'm sorry. Like, I know people don't like to hear the word no, but here it is. No. It's like slow play. How do we fix slow play? Can we fix it? No. We can't fix it. Oh, that, yeah, you can. Like, we got to speed golf up. No. Like, people don't want to hear that. (gasps) Can we play a quick nine? Yeah, you can. Can we play a quick 18 on a Saturday at a public course? No. No, but you can speed up play in a tournament. That's That's not the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is another podcast. But all I'm saying is... Range finders, let them use What's Phantom that's not going to speed up play? Sorry. Yes, They've already proven that on the web.com tour because we played a tournament with using lasers during the tournament. You know how much quicker we were? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know why we don't do it anymore? Because there was no improvement in speed. Now, getting back to the Brooks Kepka Tiger Woods thing. Brooks Kepka, what he's doing now, we will slowly but surely, as he keeps doing this, see a small incremental increase in interest because the more he does it, the more we talk about him. Now, when Tiger, the Tiger was the perfect storm because when Tiger came around, he was the everything. Mm-hmm. He was the everything at a time when, again, social media starts blowing up and whatnot. I mean, remember, Tiger wins that Masters late 90s. So it's we have Tiger all through early 2000s when everything is ramping up, you know. So what he did stratospherically, <laughs> I love that word, it's just not you can't compare it to where we are. And I don't believe that it was a dark period when Tiger was gone. I just think that what happens was those casual fans who only turn, I'm only going to watch golf if Tiger's playing, you know. And and look, I'll be honest, as as an African-American male, there was plenty of times that I talked to plenty of brothers out there that was like, nah, I'm just really not into watching any of them other dudes. Right. You know? And that's not a knock on anybody. It's just... For a lot of people, it was, I want to watch the dude that looks like me. Yeah. And the fact that he's the dominant dude, even better. Well, and he, right. And he took it to, again, we can't, when you, you can use transcend it with probably five athletes in the history of the planet. And he's one of them. So, yeah. It's not, I mean, you're right. I agree. Who didn't, who would never watch golf and could care less. But when Tiger was on, they're putting it on. Yeah. It's not, again, it's not fair to, to do both, but I, I I do believe that to catch it and make it cool with these young millennials, golf needs to start uh, embracing more so. And the young guys and the young stars, with all due respect to these other guys that are winning, the young stars need to be showing up. Ricky, Rory, Jordan. Uh, but they did. The problem was, and the problem still is, is when you say these guys got to show up, Tiger forced everybody to raise their game. So everyone did. Well, what's going to happen then? All the ships are raised. So the problem is Jason Day can't be dominant now because Rory's there. Right. And because Dustin's there. And because Brooks is there. And because Ricky's trying to be there. And because Justin Thomas. And because Dustin John- Like, this is the problem is... You you're not when you say these guys got to show up. They are. They're beating one another up. It's similar to before Alabama was dominant. Like if you have if you have a great SEC conference, the problem is they beat up on one another. 
It's not the yeah, SEC conference. It's the SEC. It's the SEC conference. No, that's the Southeastern Conference conference. It's the ATM machine. No, why no. Why you just messing my flow up, man? I was going to good. Yeah, you were, you were good. About <laughs> about three minutes too long good, but go ATM ahead. Machine. Keep going. You know, <laughs> keep going. It's the SEC conference. The ACC conference. So I'm just saying, when you have a, a large group of people mm-hmm. that are all playing at an incredibly high level, then you don't get the one dominant factor. And without a dominant factor, then casual fans don't have anyone to love and hate. So they just kind of go, meh, they're indifferent. So you're saying golf is socialism. Look, everybody gets the piece of the pie. What? You and I, there wasn't a dictatorship back when Tiger was dominating. Like, this is how it's going to go. All right. Um, okay, can you help me? Can you help me fix a hangover, Caddy? Can I help you fix a hangover? Dude, have you heard of Blowfish? I have. I mean, not Hootie and the Blowfish. Blowfish. No, no, not Hootie's. Not, 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 not Hootie's crew. No, uh, but like a real hangover. There is a product called Blowfish that's out on the market. Yep, and we've both tried it. Yes, it got me through my wife's birthday celebration in the Bahamas. <laughs> and how long did that birthday celebration last? Four and a half days too long. <laughs> And you used it every single every morning, because that's what this is. It's a it's a hangover remedy, and you take it in the morning. You just drop these two tablets into water, and when the fizzing stops, then you drink it down. And here's the kicker: if you don't feel better in 15 minutes or so, they give you your money back. They give you your money back. So we, with this discount, we're going to give out. It's a dollar a hangover. Like, seriously, that's crazy. I took a box of this stuff over to Ireland and used it after I went on my whiskey excursion, and it worked. It worked. That's as simple as that. It worked. You used it for a week, we'll say, every day for four days on your birthday, your wife's birthday excursion, and did it work? It was great. So there you go. Give the people the deal. Here's the deal. They're offering our listeners 20% off for hangovers, right? 20% off to get rid of them. Go to hangovers.com slash caddy, C-A-D-D-I-E, and you get 20% off your first order of blowfish. That's hangovers.com, for hangovers.com. I got to get this right. For, F-O-R, hangovers, all one word, dot com, slash caddy, you get 20% off. The word for, F-O-R, hangovers.com slash caddy, 20% off your first order. Hangovers can be no more. And money back if it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, don't believe us. Try it. Welcome back to Maddie and the Caddy. Sometimes I find it, I don't know if it's perfect product placement or if it's just irony that they had Caddy reading a Blowfish in the Hangover Remedy, and then they have me reading one about losing hair when I've got a full, <laughs> beautiful head of hair and the other half of this podcast is bald. Either way, Just losing saying. hair sucks. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Introducing Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. Here's the deal. Getting started, super easy. Signing up takes less than five minutes. You have to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos to complete your online doctor consultation. Keeps treatments 
is great. Up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. Some men do experience hair regrowth, and at best, men will get back up to 20% of the hair they lost. Only $10 to $35 a month, plus now you can get your first month free. One hell of a deal for keeping your hair. Now, if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need to do is wait to see a doctor. With Keeps, there's finally a way to help you need them when you need it most. For a limited time, here's the deal. Receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to keeps.com slash Maddie. That's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Maddie. Keeps.com slash Maddie. Great deal. Caddy, I'm going to encourage you to use this, and then maybe we can get your head of hair on your dome like it is on your face, and you just would be prolific. Can you imagine if, like, I'll, I'll put some of that on my head and then grow my afro out? Oh, God, there isn't enough prayers in the Bible to make that happen. <laughs> like, nope. did, like honestly, do you think, are you, could you grow your yeah. fro back out? Yeah. You could? Yeah. Will you do it? No. Why? Because it's a lot of work. You know how I like being bald because I don't, you know what I don't buy anymore? Shampoo and conditioner. Well, what do you, what do you put in your beard? You just let that thing go? You don't put anything no, in no. that? Yeah, it's high maintenance. That's what I'm saying. Now you're telling me I got to double up? Because yeah. there's special beard shampoo, and then you got to put an oil and a balm in there. And now you're telling me I got to grow my fro out. And that also means, like, picks, you know? Yeah, I know. When I Look, being no. looking good is not effortless, man. I know I make it look easy, but it's like... You know, says the dude who <laughs> says the dude. I had to give it a minute before he said that. Yeah, I was just says the dude right who there. What? Go ahead, yeah. give it to me. Says the dude who how long between waking up and out the door at a hotel when you when we got to go do something? How long is it from wake up to out the door? Twenty minutes. See now, you, you, you make fun of me all the time. How long is my get ready? Three hours. Yeah. And now you want to throw in hair products as well? Yeah. No. Hey, that's the other thing with this podcast. How is it that I'm the one that literally can get ready to go be photographed or go on live TV in 20 minutes, and yet you take three hours? That's because amazing to me. As amazing are, as them making me read the bald sponsorship. I don't, <laughs> well, who knows, bro? Jordan Spieth, you hang out with him enough. That's true. Just saying, you know. Just say. So, did you do the My, get ready thing in 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 uh, Northern Ireland? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Look, my whole thing is all about comfort. So, for me, going through my routine, having my coffee, launch sequence begins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're comfortable just being out the door in 20 minutes, have some coffee, and just hey, man, wherever you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> like, nah, I, it don't work that way for me. And that go, you know where that goes back to, too? I'll be the first to admit it. It's from caddying. When I first started caddying, and I thought, hey, you know, we're cool. We can just go in the locker room, right, when we got to go. Like, yeah, I'm fine. Porter John for number one. But when it's time, you know, to make that birdie on a par three, you know, <laughs> drop the deuce, then it's like they were like, nah, Porter John. What? No. Mm-mm. Nope. So that whole routine started because it was like i gotta know from first coffee cup to launch to when when we when we release the hostages like that's what i'm saying so it's like you are fine just running out the door and you could just and i've gotten into a routine where it's not that's not okay 
And so you're. I gotta be somewhere where it's like it's 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 it's, it's a safe space. Like I could be the entire. I gotta city. sit on the circle of trust. <laughs> hey, you're telling me. You're losing sleep over this. Like you're I'm, the entire start of your day. No, is, I don't lose sleep. Predicated around no. that. Lose sleep. Who's the one that sleeps the most? Because I love sleep. That's the thing. I will on occasion go out, have a good old time, throw down. But yeah, if I if I if I go out and have a good time, there are times when I am sleep deprived. So here's a perfect one. We had to drive from Port Rush, where we were staying, yeah. down to where Royal County Down is. To go play golf on a work assignment. Go, yep, go ahead. Yeah, to go play the world's number one golf course. Thank you very much. So I only got two hours of sleep because... For launch. Having to start start the routine off because, like, I can't have coffee in the car. Why? On a two-hour drive. Why? Because where am I going to stop? You can't hold it and then go to go. Like, what better story is there to go at the number one golf course in the world? Yeah, nah, nah. Because I've never seen their I've never seen their facilities before. Yeah, but that that adds to the charm of the matter. No, see, well, we're talking about releasing hostages. <laughs> I don't need charm. <laughs> You know what I mean? I need again a safe space. I need comfort. <laughs> that's that's the number one thing is is you know comfort and safe space. So it's like you know what? If I got a spot where I've been for a week, you know what I mean? I know the routine, got a, everything set. Now boom, and now I don't have any worries throughout the day. <laughs> See, like you just get up twenty minutes out the door. You know what I mean? Like we could be at the golf course, and you'd be like, "Yo, when we get to the turn, I'll be back." You'd be like, "See, that doesn't no, that's work for not me. me. That's not me. I've I've got a little more discipline than you." What do you like, the State Farm dude? What do you? <laughs> I meditate until it goes away. <laughs> yeah, how's that working out? <laughs> I mean, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty trim dude. That's, you know, I, I, I that's what I mean. Like your stuff is probably like rabbit or deer. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Look like little milk duds, and two of them come out. Boom, you're good. Like, nah, I'm. I need some time. And again, you know what I mean. I don't. You go in there with a leaflet or a pamphlet. I go in with a book. <laughs> you can marathon an entire season of Sopranos. Yeah, like I go in War and Peace. You go in like. <laughs> You go in there with a pamphlet. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. Like, it is not stunning, but it is absolutely unthinkable of for me to put this much thought into that. That's what, see, you don't have to. But because you never caddied full time, so you were never forced. Like, are you cool with using a porta john <laughs> No, no. See? Exactly. Now, if you had, if you knew that every day you went to work, your only option was a porta john, then I'd learn to like it. I, honestly, I'd, <laughs> I'd learn to like nah, it. Nope. No, you don't. You don't. You don't learn to like. You it. know, you can train. Yeah, I mean, you've done that by training your body. But like, Correct. I would learn to like it. No, if there was no choice. No. No, the problem. Where are you is, with it? Where are you? Here's at the problem. Where you so never you're, learned- like you're not. If it's not in your hotel or the comfort of like airports, nothing. You're out. An airport, yes. An airport I have on occasion. Like an airplane? No. No. Anyone on an airplane, anyone who does that on an airplane needs a pot of coffee poured on them. 
<laughs> Actually, that's a bit drastic. But I yeah, was going to say, don't waste coffee. Just use the hot water. Like, <laughs> cool, man. Don't waste don't, my coffee. Don't, yeah, don't, use, yeah. don't use Collins' launch mechanism. Yeah, that's what I was saying. What did, what did, what did Juan Valdez ever do to them to deserve that? I'm just saying... Like Porta Johns, you say like you learned to like a Porta John. Not on well, a I haven't, Saturday. But I'm saying like if that not was... on a Saturday after that thing's been sitting in the sun. Oh, okay. All right. You know, see what I'm like. That's what We've I'm. We've already mean. been like, skirting the issue, but then you go there. Yeah. So yeah, forget it. There's no. You have to learn a different routine, and then once you get into the routine, breaking it is really difficult. When you know, look, you can just figure it out figured out now the nice thing is because of the schedule now like how crazy is this it's august we are recording on august 1st this last event of the season before the playoffs is now in effect they are literally playing round one in greensboro and the season is over after this like if you finish 126 on the money list thanks for coming thanks bye like your your season's done and it's August first. That's crazy. That is crazy to think. And I can't wait now. You said it before. Next year with the condensed schedule. Yep. You want to talk about having to get into a different routine? Look at we talk about you saying routine. Look at what it did to Justin Rose this year. Like that dude was he was staying in between world number one and world number two for a while, and this year ah fell off all because of this condensed schedule. So you're you, some like let me tell you something. Anyone who's ever listened to Maddie and Caddy, the fact that you were able to weave segue. our conversation segue. and segue it to that is probably the most brilliant bit of journalism you've ever done. I you somehow I went from you know this. I did stand up comedy for twenty years, dude. You've never I, mentioned it. It's the first time I'm hearing of it. Well, you got to segue from subject to subject in weaving a tale and a story so that you go at some point someone will go, wait, how did he get from talking about cruise ships to talking about golf? Brilliant. I mean, that was With, absolutely And I brilliant. didn't even notice it. I, See, the fact that you notice it now, people are going to be like, wait, yeah, he went. He just went. He went from. He went from hostage schedule to. PGA Tour schedule, this guy's a genius. Genius, because the PGA Tour announced earlier of the expanded 2019-2020 schedule, 49 FedEx Cup tournaments. Uh, there's a change to the opening segment because of, in the late season adjustments because of the Summer Olympic Games in Tokyo. And 11 of the 46 regular season events will be conducted in the opening portion of the schedule between September and November. Um, anything in particular... Uh, Cliff Notes version here of the schedule release that stands out to you? Well, the first thing that you're going to realize is that that 3M Open uh, in Twins in Minnesota, yep. they're screwed. Yep. They're screwed. The week after the Open Championship and then 11 days after the Open is the Olympics. Is the Olympics. Yep. So they're just – they're not even getting Rory Sabatini who's going to be playing for Slovakia. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that just cracks me up. Uh I mean it's so in between every single major. The Masters, so it goes the Masters April ninth to the twelfth. Yep. And then four weeks and then the PGA championship. Mm-hmm. And Party Park, Cal- San Francisco. California. Yep. Right. Four weeks going to 
Wingfoot, New York. Yep. Four weeks going to the Open Championship. Love it. In Kent. And then after the Olympics, one week and the playoffs. This time the playoffs are done the last week of August. Yeah, 24th to the 30th. Yeah, which is it's close. so it's tidy. Very similar to here. I, well, you say it's tidy, but here's well, it's tidy people... until you see that the schedule starts in September after ending <laughs> yes! in August. That, see, that, yes! that to me, I know we've had this podcast before, but at some point, just get rid of that. Let these dudes have all of the schedule. I love the fact when everyone bought into the whole lie of we're going to finish the season so we don't compete with football. Until you look at the schedule and go, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven events between September, between September twelfth and November twenty fourth, twelve events. Wait, who are, who are they competing against? <gasps> What they well, like then you go us? in. Look, then you go into December and January when the playoffs are going on in the Super Bowl. I mean, they take Christmas week off and all of that. But yeah, point being that, like, with the schedule, golf is close. I don't think golf should start till January, and I think it should end at the end of August. But they can't. They can't do that because the job of the PGA Tour is to give as many playing opportunities as possible. No, I get and the that. one thing here's where the PGA Tour was, in a sense, smart and in a sense, drop the hammer on the big-name guys. If the if the tournaments are – let's say the season went from January to, to September 1st, okay? And September 1st, season's over. No more golf. What do you think pros at the top are going to go do? You think they're just not going to play golf? Like, what did they used to do? Yeah, but they would go play in Europe and get all kinds of appearance fees. And, and then they could still do that. I think it should still be optional. And I should. I also believe it that is, for the guys but, that we're trying to protect, honestly, Michael, I think they should do this. If the golf, if the golf season ended last week of August, because January to last week of August, and then September, October, November, December are tournaments strictly for guys trying to get tour cards, trying to maintain money status. And if you're a certain ranked player in the world, like let's call it one to just for the sake of this conversation, twenty five or fifty, whatever. If you're within that top fifty. You're not going to get penalized for not playing in these events, and you could really start building your depth of better players who get to continue playing past when the stars and the top 50 players in the world have to play. There's one problem with that. What's that? What gets you into the FedEx Cup playoffs? That That's what I'm saying, that they have to alter. Like, they have to figure out to where FedEx Cup points are played between January and whatever until they start, and then from September on, those are just tournaments that are completely independent of the FedEx Cup. We already have that. It's called the Corn Ferry Tour. <laughs> we For guys on that. web. But no, no, I'm talking p- yeah, guys with status. And because you always say, well, you can't do that for the guys that are low on the money list and low on the world rankings and low this and low that. They need their opportunities to play. Well, they should still be able to do that in kind of a, in a separate section of the PGA Tour of the guys that aren't making all the money, finishing in the top 10, finishing in the top 20, and getting all this, you know. I, I think there's a way because They've I They've already just think next year we're going to – the cut's going to be top 65. Top 65 from 70. They're going to go to exactly what the Corn Ferry is. The corn yeah, what is Corn Ferry now? Are they? 
It was the web.com. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I know, but what? So what? They're going to 65 as well. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. So it's less, it's going to be less guys competing for more points. So it's going to be an even bigger crunch for I, opportunity. Like I'm cool with them doing stuff like that, but then you can't take away, you can't change that September through November schedule. Because those guys, the guys who are low on the totem pole, the only way to give them that opportunity to get high on the totem pole, but then, and then that also gives those tournaments. So a tournament like, let's say Safeway, Tiger has played in that once before, and those guys, somebody like Tiger or Brooks or Dustin, or someone might have to play in one of those events or even two of these events as well, like the CJ Cup. No cut over in Korea, that nine bridges, Juju Island, the Zozo Championship. First time we're going to be playing in Japan. Like, Tiger's probably going to play in that. Why? Well, a couple of reasons. Because you go over there and you play in those events, no cut. You got full FedEx cut points. So you don't let, you don't let yourself get too far behind the eight ball before you then show up at Farmer's. You know, right. So that in that sense, it gives the little guys plenty of opportunities to get up there in the FedEx Cup standing, but also then forces the big name dudes to not just take time off and go do appearance fee stuff. So in that well, sense, what's wrong I with understand. that? Every other major sport has an off season where these guys can go do whatever they want and not get penalized for it. Yeah, but the problem is. Then they all start in every other sport. Everyone starts off on the same day at zero. Golf doesn't work that way. That's true. Golf just it just doesn't work that way. And because every guy is in like in every other sport, there's no such thing as a sport where there's a hundred and seventy teams. Where in this sport, it's a hundred and seventy individual teams. You know, so we call that an individual sport. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. So it's it has to be different. It's like, does tennis ever have really an off season? Yes. When? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked lately. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't think tennis actually does have an off season. Well, like I'm not. Believe me, I'm with you as as a part of. I'm not necessarily cool with the whole faking people out because i feel like the tour did the three card monty when it comes to the playoffs and we're going to end the season you know so we don't compete against football that's a lie you're saying or you say well we'll start the season to compete with football because then nobody cares but people do care like the guys that got to play yeah but that's but that's that's dude look they're not at that point golf has understood that their their mass appeal audience is gone september 1 yeah, That's but just the way then it is. U.S. golf, like U.S. golf in the PGA Tour, you're still asking us to like. It ain't like they're not going. Hey, y'all don't have to come cover this. You know what I mean? No, that, like, look, how but, are you going to go to a tournament and understand. be like, look, no, they Michael, they understand. Coming. They understand that they're not getting the coverage. That's why they did this. They know they that the hardcore it, beat writer is going to be there, but national coverage is going to wane, and everybody, television networks, understand. When programming gets good ratings and when programming gets bad ratings, right now we're at a death stop of ratings because we under the the big time for every other sport 
the big time for football is coming, and that's when we put our most resources around it. Football is king. And for the for golf and Monaghan to understand that, hey, we, we are going to, yes, they did play a little bit of a trick, and yes, the season does start right back up. But in terms of admitting that they want their premier event, which is their FedEx Cup, happening before football season starts, I think that's a step in the right direction. All right. Oh, okay. I mean, that, All right. that's just where we are. So uh, that'll be it for this week's edition of Maddie and the Caddy. Do you have anything you'd like to part on? Again, sorry for the late one. This is all me. Hope you enjoy this over the week, and we'll get back to the early week schedule coming up next week. Is there anything entertaining that you're doing this weekend? I got to travel again. Where are you going? makes me nervous. I'm flying. Well, I got, we got the playoffs coming up. So I'm flying up to New Jersey early to play in the Morgan Hoffman Foundation. Morgan Hoffman, the PGA yep, Tour Pro. great. Yeah, who got diagnosed with uh, muscular dystrophy. And, Great cause. Yeah, and this is his second annual event. Um, so if, if you don't know about Morgan's story, definitely go. Just Google Morgan Hoffman, and Hoffman is spelled two Fs and two Ns mm-hmm. at the end, um, and check out his foundation. It's going to be a crazy Yeah, please weekend. do. It's a great, it's a great event. Yeah. So, so. And then I found out why... My travel summer has been so horrible. Why? I've been racking my brain on why so many cancellations and delays and whatnot. And it's a labor dispute between American and their mechanics. Oh. Yeah, well, that that's safe. Yeah, well, that's part of the problem. Like, I'm all about the working people, too. So I am not going to take a shot at the mechanics whatsoever because it's like, yo, get yours, you know? Get yours, but it also now, as a as a frequent traveler, made me think to myself: Is it time to switch airlines? At least until they get this solved. Oh, I could have told you about that. About well, I'm not going to say what I want to say. Never mind. Um, all right. <laughs> so enjoy the weekend. Yes. Safe travels, everyone. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the golf. Get out, play. Uh, if you're not a single handicap, play up. If you don't have an entire day, play <laughs> nine. When are you getting to play again? I'm going to try to get out. I haven't played in over two weeks. I'm going to try to get out uh, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Ashley's in town, but so I've got to, you know, i got to I got to navigate that one. But I, I should have enough house credit from the birthday bash that I threw her. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to navigate that turbulence here when I get home. I'm going to I'm going to send you jumping through a window. Ready? Yeah. I think I'm going to make a club change. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.